Good morning. It's Dick again. Good to be with you. We're having a wonderful day here. Becky and I just had coffee on the out on the deck. So nice that spring is finally coming. Uh, today, I had uh, a couple thoughts way back from from when uh, we lived in Regalwood. North Carolina, <clears throat> near Wilmington, and then a couple thoughts from uh, seminary I want to share. They keep, uh, I think, about quite often. <clears throat> One was when we were in Regalwood and first uh, made these strong commitments to follow the Lord. I was reading the scriptures uh, numerous times, and I thought. I don't understand that or that this part in this section of the scripture seems to conflict <clears throat> with the other part, particularly in the Gospels. Um, and uh, some of the numbers of the battles and stuff, I didn't, I just, it didn't quite add up to me. <clears throat> And I was asking the Lord about that kind of like, what I, how do I handle this? Because uh, I know in Second Timothy uh, chapter three, I think sixteen and seventeen, it said all Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness, so that we may be complete and equipped for every good work. <clears throat> so all of it is important but but I was trained as an engineer engineers um, it's a science type and in engineering you were taught before you believe something you had to prove it you had to go through all the alternatives and do uh, at least all you could come up with and then you could believe but I realized with the Bible, following Jesus, you either, if you want to see it, you have to believe it. You can't, um, it's, it's different. If you don't believe the word of God, if you don't believe what is said, it isn't going to have the uh, saving effect on your life. It won't cause you to, to walk in completeness and, and uh, be equipped. For everything and so uh, I had to make a decision okay Lord the parts I don't understand I'm just gonna put on the back burner so to speak uh, well I won't try to wrestle understanding out of them you can reveal them to me at, when you're ready if ever I can find it in heaven probably won't care <clears throat> so I made a decision just to believe, to, uh, and what I couldn't understand, I would put a just let set, um, and that's the way I've dealt with it. And so I don't wrestle with scripture, trying to figure it out. I just say, Lord, you show me. But there's a lot of scripture you can clearly understand. And, it's, and the Lord does show you how, how to walk, how to live, how to relate, um, 
what his purpose is for your life. So uh, I went to, by the time I went to seminary, that was certainly my way of thinking. <clears throat> but we were in seminary, uh, several things. One day, though, uh, we were talking, and uh, a number of the guys were, were saying, uh, stuff about Billy Graham, like he just teaches the same thing every time and it's not very deep and, you know, all these things. And I thought, I, I must have had a smile on my face because the professor said, looked at me and he said, uh, Dick, what are, you, what are you smiling about? I said, well, I just thought it was funny that here we, a bunch of little uh, seminarians and... Uh, remote part of South Carolina are belittling Billy Graham who has done more for the kingdom than we will all collectively do in a lifetime. Uh, <clears throat> I I and uh, I thought, Lord, don't let me be arrogant and thinking that uh, either other ministers aren't that good or criticizing them. If they're serving you and causing your kingdom to grow, help me be supportive of them and not speak ever against them. I think about one time the disciples said, these people are speaking in your name and should we bring down fire on them or thunder or lightning? <clears throat> he said, no, let them continue. So, uh, and then there was another thing we talked about in Matthew 24 one day, we're reading that, and uh, Jesus said that, uh, that the, before he's returned, that he will send out angels with a loud trumpet call. And uh, the guy starts saying, well, it won't really be a trumpet, not like you talk, you know, think about it, it will be. I said, well, why, why couldn't it be a trumpet? They said, well, that, that doesn't make sense. You couldn't have a trumpet call that you could hear all over the world because it said that from the four corners of the world that people would come to him then. And I thought, why can't, why, why can't we take this more simple understanding of Scripture? Why do we have to make it complicated? Um, and then one other time, I can't remember the exact part, but they were saying, we don't believe this part. So uh, on the teacher's desk, there was a little cup. He had pen pencils in it and, and some scissors. So um, it probably was not right of me, but I got up and got the scissors and handed them to the man who said he didn't believe that part. I said, why don't you just cut that section out of your Bible so you can have, you can make the Bible the way you want it. Uh, that was a little um, naughty on me, I guess. But then I thought, you know, who are we to go changing the Bible? Or to say, this is, well, I decide, this is not true, but this is true. I'll accept this. I won't accept that. I meant, who do we who do we think we are? It's it's lasted for 
some parts for over 5,000 years and others for 2,000 years. Um, it, it's changed millions of lives reading it. Um, how, how do we think we, we're the ones who can make judgments of whether it's true or not true? Just believe it. And by believing, you'll see the results of it. Anyway, that's just a, a little diversion. Uh, tomorrow I want to talk to you about this trip that I took to Israel back in something like 1980, 81. Uh, an unusual trip, and it um, was wonderful. <clears throat> um, you, this list of people who are, are the ones who uh, are watching and part of this uh, has really touched my heart. So many old friends and new friends. Uh, the goal is to glorify God for what he's done in my life and to encourage you to walk with him. Uh, those of you that are older and been walking for a while, uh, I, I encourage you to sit down and start writing down some key things that God has done in your life over the years and pass them on to your kids and one day your grandkids. Um, we need to, our generation needs to pass on to the next. And one goal we have is to stir up these generations that they may experience the Lord in the ways we did and are still enjoying him. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you. Bye.